Today on The Breakdown, what does it take to be a champion? It's a whole bunch of different things and factors. You put them in the stew and you cook it on up. And Maria Lampropoulou knows all about this because she has won multiple big, big events. In 2017, she won the Party Poker Millions for, I believe, a million pounds. She also won the PCA uh, six months later or maybe even four months later for over a million dollars as well. And here she is back again at the 2019 Party Poker Millions in a spot that I think a lot of people, myself included, might just never even consider making some of the moves she's considering making. And this may be, you know, what it takes, you know, to to be able to beat a a large field of quality competitors. And we're going to get into a spot she puts herself in that is rough as hell right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. All that stuff. Uh, Did I oversell it a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. The way you said it, it makes it sound like Michael Mizraki should win every event. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. As opposed to like you could play reasonable ranges and have good things happen, of course. I know, Uh, but I oversold it a little. Michael Mizraki, very fun to watch, by the way. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Usually when Michael Mizraki is playing poker and you see it on TV, he's doing well and you're seeing him do this crazy stuff and it's often working. But... I, for some reason, was because I watched some of the main event this year when I wasn't playing it, and I caught some of his day one for some reason. Oh, yeah. And when it doesn't go well, it's just like I can feel the sadness of like being in the position where he's just like bluffing off with Jack High when he has a range disadvantage and like is down to 4K on day one of the main event, and there's just nothing left to do. Like, it's just like, oh, that's the other side of the Mizraki experience, you know? I mean, he knows he's playing a high variance game pretty much at all times. And he, he understands that, right? So he knows there's a lot of tournaments he's going to go out early. He's going to make a lot of plays that look bad and stuff like that. But I think overall, he's, he's a winner, I oh, think. Yeah. I mean, he's won the 50K Players Championship three times. I mean, that's pretty good. That's Call really- me crazy. That seems good to me. That's very impressive. He final tabled the main event. Yeah. He's won other things as well. He's won WPT titles. I think he went back-to-back on WPT titles, maybe. Really? I think think so no maybe you know back-to-back final tables and won the second one is what it was this is back when we were first getting introduced to him uh yeah he's uh he plays an interesting style but he's not in this hand he's not and maria limpropolu doesn't play like him (laughs) (laughs) but she does have a lot of interesting gears to her yeah the we've done hands of hers in the past um she did an excellent job bullying the bubble on her way to winning the pca i mean i have dreams about that (laughs) Uh, she made a very <laughs> curious queen high call at the final table of that PCA win where we felt we did a breakdown on it. We felt like she should probably not be calling there. I have nightmares about that. I mean, I, I, waking nightmares. I'm driving. I'm like, ah! I have to pull like over. Like an LSD flashback? Like that, but not that. Yeah. Anyway, she plays a pretty high variant style as well, it seems. Yeah. But, you know, a little more in control than the grinder. For sure. More thoughtful. Yeah. Seemingly more thoughtful, at least. Yeah, and I think during this, she's not sick, which is good. During the whole PCA run, she was like coughing on everybody, and it was kind of a point of contention for the other players. Like, oh, I'm going to get sick because you're at my table. That yeah. sucks. Can you imagine being a player and you're like, well, hopefully she'll just bust soon, and then she wins. So yeah. like, if you like go deep and you're just like, she's just always there coughing. Yep. Not but only what are you did I do? not win, I'm also sick now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that's the case here in the Party Poker Millions. Um, 
in which there are 164 players remaining of the 504 entrants. So we are not really approaching the money yet. We're still pretty early on. And this is a day two. 10,300. Is it pound or euro? I think it's euro. Yeah, buy-in. Euro main event buy-in. And uh, currently we're at 25K, 50K. Okay. Before we get to the hand, talk about James Kimball a little bit, who suggested the hand on Twitter. JK. JK Rowling. I bet you wish you were JK Rowling, James Kimball, because she's rich. But She's a billionaire. Yeah, that's amazing. She can, do, she can basically have people's um, limbs hacked off and like grown in her garden, like openly, because she's a billionaire. I that's what you get to do. Don't think you get to do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can be like, yeah, that's my arm garden. And it's literally arms just sticking out that you water and, you know, prune. Is this what you want? In your life? I mean, what is a weird thing? Do I do I want to go to space? Yeah. Do I want... You want to, you want to have an arm garden as much as do you want I, to go to space? Do I want to have a movie studio? Yeah. Do you I know? want to have an arm garden? I mean, arm garden is so restrictive. Why not? I, mean, I want a body garden, you know? Different pieces. This could later be used as evidence. <laughs> no. I'm worried now. I mean, I could really be framed. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easily, so... Some serial killer listener is just waiting for their opportunity. <laughs> like, finally, he talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go, Jonathan. You just did it. Uh, that was Grant who said that thing. It is. Our voices are pretty distinguishable. <laughs> I mean, you never tell, really, who's saying what. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say. Anyway, James, of course, suggested on Twitter, included a YouTube link and a timestamp. That's how you got to do it. Yep. Nice job, Mr. Kimball. We are two poker guys on Twitter, number two poker guys. The talented Mr. Kimball. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 25K, 50K are the blinds. Okay. Maria is going to start in the small blind in this hand. She's also going to end in the small blind. The entire hand she's going to be playing in the small blind. Okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. She's got 1.1 million, so just over 100. 22 blinds. 22 bigs. Yeah, not 100 bigs. A little different. And five, six of hearts, Mm -hmm. which is immediately kind of a weird spot, right? Like, what do you do with 22 blinds and five, six of hearts in the small blind when it's folded to you? Uh, Limp shove a lot against a player who's going to raise you a lot when you complete. So you think the plan, if you limp and you get raised, it's to shove? Assuming sizing doesn't make it so the guy... I mean, if the guy makes it 10 blinds, or you know, move, you know then we what fold. If, but if he makes it a normal... If he makes it three and a half or four, I think we can shove What if he makes profitably. it two and a half? I think it's okay to shove 22 blinds. It's not, it's not fantastic. You'd rather have blockers, though, wouldn't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would. But this hand at least plays okay when called compared to... I mean, it's not great. Six high. I don't love any of these plans. Right, two and a half blinds, maybe we could actually just call, which right. I guess is your point. Yeah, right? my point is it's kind of a shitty spot. I like, wouldn't expect um, this guy to make it two and a half blinds total. I wouldn't expect most players to, but I'm not yeah. saying just it's a shitty spot when somebody makes it two and a half blinds. I'm saying it's a shitty spot to have it folded around to you in the small blind when you have yeah. 22 blinds and five, six of hearts. Like, yeah. what's the course of action? Opening to three blinds and getting shoved on sucks. Yep. You fold, obviously. Limping and getting raised sucks because... You can either shove or you can call or you can fold. You can do calling, any of those. calling doesn't seem like a great plan unless you're getting a really good price. Two and a half lines might be enough, yeah, that's but I like, that. but I just don't think most good players are going to ever so make it. So you're just limp that. folding. I think I'm limp shoving a lot unless I think the guy. If the guy is raising, if the guy's aggressive, I'm going to limp shove. Well, just gonna, he's case, just going to fold up. How deep is the other? How deep is our opponent? The other guy only has two more blinds than us. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, he might just shove on us sometimes too, and not not raise to four x or something like that. You know, that could definitely happen. We're just hoping for a check back. That would be that would be great. Check back would be wonderful. So you think we shouldn't raise? Probably, or we didn't. We didn't really go over that. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, I I think if we raise, we probably should. I mean, should we just move in if we're going to raise? It's going to be so hard to play this hand out of position with five six. 
high. I mean, ugh. All right, what about let's let's think out of the box for a second. Okay, good. What if we like five exit, and we could still fold to a shove, but we're gonna have a ton of fold equity without putting our tournament at risk. I think we can four exit and get almost the same results as five okay. xing it. But I think I think if we raise, I mean, I've been choosing that exact sizing from the small blind um, lately. It's just four xing. It's been great, mm. um, and like I get a, an insane amount of folds, and I, and once in a while they call and then they fold on the flop a lot, you know, and whatever. But so yeah, so I think four xing is going to be fine. We can we can fold and we get to keep that extra fifty k in our pocket, right. Because you just put the chips in your pocket. Yeah. They don't like it, but they let you do it. <laughs> that is something that happened at the World Series of Poker this year. I think I tweeted about it. Um, it wasn't to me. It was to our buddy Mitchell Towner. We were playing the, I think it was one of their like deep stack bracelet events. They had a series of deep stack bracelet events that were $600 and $800. So it attracted yeah. a lot of the noobs. And was, I think it was the 800 one. Yeah, the 800 one. Where on the first break, apparently one of the players at Mitch's table took the chips with him, put the <laughs> chips in his pocket to go to the bathroom and stuff. On oh, break. poor little sunflower. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. I assume he got kicked out of the tournament. No, no. Apparently he was like, it was like very clear that he wasn't trying to do anything weird. And like the World Series looked at the footage and they just let him keep the chips. And Good keep for playing, them. You know, that's way better. I mean, yeah. you don't want to scare off the, the fish if you don't have to like in that spot. So, that's great. I, I assume he didn't have a big stack either, so it probably made it. it must like, have, he couldn't have had that many chips if he took them with him. It was right? the first break, so probably not. Yeah, right. But I I'm mean, saying, like, he, you know, he doesn't have like a lot of the small value chips either. He's probably just got a few big value. But chips this guy, this guy must have not only never played a live tournament, but never played live poker at all, because you don't do that in cash games either. Certainly not. Um, although maybe no, yeah, you can just leave your chips there. Although if you're if you've never if you've never played live, I remember the first time I played live and be like, you can just leave your chips at the table and walk away, not for tournaments, but for cash, yeah. and like it's okay, like no one takes them or anything. And I was like sort of amazed that that was the case. You know, it seems so odd. Right, but that was just time. the first time you played. Well, this is yeah. I'm sure the first time this guy's ever done anything yeah. like this. You know, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you don't know, I mean, he could have looked around and saw that no everyone else was leaving their chips there. He could have asked anyone, but whatever, he's new. It's fine. It's funny. Anyway. It is funny. And that's not what Maria Lampropoulou is going to do. <laughs> she's not going to. That's right. Like after the hand, she's like, eh, I, don't, I feel like I want to make it to at least the next level. So I'm going to take half my stack and put it in my pocket. And I'll be playing with the other half. And if that busts, I can take the, uh, the, the pocket half <laughs> She's like, out. phew, good thing I did this. I yeah. would have lost it all on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she decides to limp. Okay, which fine. Which is like a fine course of action. I just don't know what is right because it, it all sucks. I think most things are fine here, honestly. I think yeah. limping is fine. I think forexing it is fine. I think moving in is fine. Do you think folding is fine? No. Can't be fine. Nope. I said most. Yeah. That's the one thing I think isn't fine. I think moving in is probably the worst of the options. Yeah. Because um, we can limp re-raise anyway. It's better than moving in. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, you get more. It looks stronger, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, but forexing seems pretty good, too. I don't know. I like it all. all I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't know what's optimal here. Okay, so I probably just raised Forex to steal it personally. I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name. Good. Because they never say his last name. Um, his first name, we know that. Yop is his first name, but it's not. It's Yop. not Yop. They say Yop. Okay. The commentators are saying Yop, so okay. I'm going to say Yop. But he's not Yop van den Bygart. If only. Who made the most incredible fold of all time with the ace nine against Ben Wolnowski's ace ace? I'm, I'm really arguing that's the best fold I've ever seen. It's a very good one, yeah. Anyway, this Yop or Yop. 
His last name is Ray Macris, I think. I'm just going to go ahead and call him Yope. Great. Yeah, that's the plan. And as I said, he has 1.2 million. He's just got 100K more than Maria. Not a deep stack at the 50K big blind level. Okay. Got four three of spades. And for Maria, thankfully, I guess he checks back. Unless she was going to limp raise, then I guess not thankfully, because she would have just gotten to win a bigger pot. Uh, the pot's now 150K because of the 50K big blind Annie. And the flop is a very good one for Yope and pretty good for Maria. Seven of spades, five of diamonds, two of spades. Remember, I mean, Yope has three, four of spades. Monster flop. So right. he's flopped open-ended with the spade draw. He would prefer the other spade not to be a seven, probably, because that means the six isn't as good for him as it would otherwise be, because mm-hmm. it completes eight, nine, two. Okay. But it's not a huge deal. Whatever. Right? I mean, she, she just completed. She has such a wide range here. Yeah, and Maria, of course, has five, six for middle pair. Yep. There's a ton to protect against. It feels like this is a pretty clear bet for Maria, right? Yep. I think it's a clear bet, for sure. That's what she does. She bets 60K. Fine. It's 150. What should Yope do? I think my instinct, instinct is the wrong word, my inclination would be just to raise right now. Um, I understand that maybe we aren't telling the greatest story that often, although we have all the two pairs and stuff like we that. We don't have any, we probably don't have any sets, right? I don't think we have raise, any sets at raise all. Raise all of our potential sets pre-flop. Agreed. We don't even have a seven. But Maria doesn't have any potential sets either. She has some, she maybe could be limpery raising them. Yeah. She can, she can have sets, but whatever. She's got a million but things. But she mostly is just going to raise those and maybe just move those in a lot of the time. Yeah, pre-flop. I agree. Um, I would discount them mostly. That's fair. Um, I mean, the thing is, though, because she know, everyone knows that that means, you know, you can call later too. like if Maria has a seven. She's probably not going to fold is my guess when we're this short. Um, but the point is, Maria can have a she can have jack five, you know, she, not jack five. Sorry, jack six. She can have a million things and just be taking a shot. She's betting a blind, basically. Right. Yeah. doesn't matter. Um, I would just raise with the plan of never folding and have no problem with it and be like, it's it's fine to get it in right now. If she has two pair. It's fine. I've got reasonable equity against everything. I I have a slight range advantage because I got more two pairs than she does. Like this is great. Let's roll. That's it. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, we do have the nut low right now. We do. So that's a reason that we'd love for her to fold rather than yeah. call. We are in position, so like you know, that's a reason to call. I guess you know we get to preserve the power of position, which we lose by raising a lot of the time when we're this short, right? Yeah, but one problem is Maria's reputation. She's an aggressive player. Mm-hmm. She could have a lot of things. If we just call, she could blow us off this on the turn on cert- with certain sizes on certain cards. Hey, absolutely, because we're so short. Yeah. That would suck. I mean, there's only going to be five blinds in there. We can probably move in on almost any sizing she chooses. Like, if she chooses seven into five, we could still move in. If we, I don't know if we're going to, but we could. Still, why even give... Why even? Why not just raise right now when we have four yeah, high? When, when we start the hand with 24 blinds and she starts with 22, like, this is a miracle flop. Let's just put as many chips in as possible and hope we get it in on the flop instead of having to shove the turn when we have less fold equity. Right. I understand that sometimes you want to be the last aggressor with a hand like this, and we're probably not going to be if, right. if we end up getting it in, right? We're going to raise. She's going to move in, right? right? Um, that's too bad. I guess we could just move in right now, but that sounds crazy. There's, it's just the, the pot's too small to do that. It's like four blinds moving in for 21. Five times the pot just seems like an insane thing to do. And I think she is calling with a seven for sure. But if we raise normally, she's going to she, she's gonna call with, I think, all our one pair of hands pretty much. She would probably call with a five also. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's from a theoretical perspective, raising is kind of crappy again if Maria has a made hand because there's so many draws in this board. Yeah. There's multiple open-enders, there's spades, you know, and there's not that many combos of two pair. 
Right, but we have them all. Yeah, 27 combos versus like 160. We could even decide just to raise top pair when we're this short on this board. Yeah, that's we true. We just like, forget it, we're going with it. Like, whatever. I don't want to give her basically a free card she here by just calling. She doesn't often have over pairs. She doesn't often have sets. No, so. no, very, very rarely. She, of course, can have some two pairs. Um, but she's a lot of, got a lot of draws. Look how wet this board is. So I think it's fine to raise and just... I mean, I understand she has a five right now in real life, and she's probably going to call a normal raise with a five. But is she going to get all in with a five by the Turner River? I don't know. And also, we improve a lot. Like, yeah. and by the way, if we just call now and we do improve, some of the like spades might slow her down. We may not get the value we want to get anyway. We get we get if we get it all in here and she calls and we get there, we get the full double or almost the full double, I guess, because you know we get all our chips instead of just getting a few and then she's, it's much easier for her to get away from it later. Like the ace of spades comes on the turn. She's going to, well, maybe the ace of spades is the wrong card, but a big spade comes on the turn. She might check fold, you know, yeah. a five. Like we don't want that. Yeah, I think I, I think I like a raise. Yeah, me too. But Yope decides to call. Okay. Don't love it. Don't love it. It can't be the end of the world, but don't love it. Right. What I do love is Nitrogen Sports and their poker room. Can you do a sonnet about that right now? Just, no. just How about a rap? No. How about just a prose essay? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just keep talking. I'd rather just talk. Okay, go ahead. You can do a rap if you want. I've already done raps. That doesn't mean you can't do more. <laughs> you think... Do you think Jay-Z's done rapping because he's done reps? I feel like he is done, sort of. And wow. even though he's still rapping. Hot take. Hot yeah, take exactly. Tuesday. <laughs> he's, uh, he's done rapping, but, is he, but he's like really done rapping. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't know what you mean. <laughs> cool. But what I do know about is the link in the description of this podcast and how it grants you access to our exclusive tournament on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room where a thousand buy-ins is guaranteed. That's too many. They keep doing it, though. What? Yeah, we know we never get a thousand bites. No way, never get a few, thousand players. That's never get anything close to that. No, we get like a hundred and some. One hundred twenty-three last time. Yeah, that's a thousand bites. That can't be right. You must have misread that ad. Could nope. you check it, please? We've been saying it for years now, which is the even crazier. <laughs> yeah, thing. How much is. money has Nitrogen lost on this? <laughs> no, you're just like you know, you can't set Bitcoin on fire, but we're sure trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can you can like write a Bitcoin symbol on a piece of paper and light that on fire. <laughs> yeah. And then follow through by doing this. You could actually write out your 24 uh, or your 16 word passphrase, your 24 word passphrase, like that on fire and then lose the money. Yeah. Like you could do that, I guess. You should always have backups to that. But anyway, back to nitrogen. You could get a paper wallet. Anyway, so anyway, back to nitrogen. You can get in that tournament if you use the link in the description. If you sign up for nitrogen without using the link, you don't get access to the tournament. So there's no point in not using the link. I mean, why wouldn't you use the link? Yeah, use the link. And then you can also do sports betting, all sorts of other gambling you know, roll them dice and whatnot. Yep. Using, I mean, all this stuff supports us a little bit too, even though right. it doesn't cost you anything, but um, nitrogen is aware that, you know, if you use the link that, you know, it's a poker guys thing and it makes them a little more excited about continuing to sponsor us, which we would love. That, that is accurate. So, you know, it's all good on all levels. You get free stuff. It helps us. Nitro's happier. It just basically increases the pie as we say in economics. Are you in economics now? I'm in baking. I'm confused. You don't eat pies? I do sometimes, yeah. not often. I took economics. In what? Grad school. Okay. Oh, that backed you off right away, huh? You were really pushing it, and then you're like, oh, okay, I can't push that. But so you're not an economist. 
Aren't we all economists? Of course we are. <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> Thank you. Glad I got that one right, yeah, finally. There's some mad economists out there. I'm allowed to say that because my wife's an economist. So Is she? Yes. <laughs> Were you not aware of that? <laughs> I so? didn't really know that she was technically an economist. No, I did not know that. I mean, uh, uh, technically she's a policy analyst, but yeah. it, what it boils down to is she's an economist. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Moving on. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So... We've got the seven, five, deuce, two spade board. Maria has five, six, and she bet. She was called by Yope with the three, four of spades. We think he should have raised Yeah, when she bet 60K, and they were about 20 blinds effective remaining. Pot's 270K. Now the turn is the seven of clubs. It's a pretty good card for Maria. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're right. I mean, of course, sometimes she's now drawing dead, but all the rest of the time. It's bad if you're drawing dead. That's but true. all the draws missed... He sometimes might even raise top pair because they're this short and it's a wet right. board, so like we were saying. So he's combinatorially less likely to have her beat now. Yeah, absolutely. With, with his calling range. So, so like you said, it's good. She decides to check. What yeah. do you think about that? Um, I get it. She doesn't want to get blown off the hand here uh, if she, she could, bets. She could bet call, I guess, if she She could. To. She could. Um, but by checking, she, I think, allows for more bluffs, more things to take shots here, basically, right? So that seems nice. Like gut shots and straight draws and blush draws. Right. She, and she also is giving those guys a free card. She is. Like, either way, she's giving them a free card because she's not going to check raise this hand, right? You wouldn't expect. You wouldn't expect it. It's going to be a apostle like play there to check yeah. raise when the seven pairs and you're this short and you're like, well, he's obviously calling with everything that beats me. Yeah. Like, ace five is probably right. calling. So, so, checking ultimately guarantees that everything that you're ahead of is getting a free shot. That's the downside. That is, that is absolutely the downside. So, you could continue because of that, and then you have to make a really tough decision if you get raised. Yeah. Right. But besides that, you're, you're good. You're golden. You right. Stay so, golden. Party when you boy. check, as Maria, you have a lot of hands that are worse than a five. So, you're mostly going to have to check call. Yeah, I mean, you're giving up sometimes when you check, and sometimes you have reasonable hands, but a five is way up there for Maria. Right. What do you think Yope should do now that Maria's checked? Yope has to bet. Yeah. He has to. He's got four high. He can improve. He wants to build up the pot for the times he improves. He sure hopes he doesn't get jammed on because now he's going to have to bet fold, but that's not going to happen very often. Uh, so I think it's just a, such a clear bet spot for him. I wonder how often he does get jammed on. I think... I think Maria's optimal line with a seven might be check jam or check raise to effectively jam because having a seven blocks Yope sevens. Mm-hmm. Yope will probably bet a five if check two, and Yope will probably bet his draws if check two. seems like check, check raising is a much better line than just C betting. Yeah, that's fair. But she still just has so many other things besides a seven yeah. that I think you just got to live with it. Right, I agree. So he does bet. He bets 95 into 270. Do you think that's enough or a good size? I think it's fine. I think what we're really trying to do is fold out hands that have equity against us that are currently not one pair and don't earn a like draw. queen nine off or something? Exactly. All that stuff that she might just take a shot with on the flop, like, eh, you don't have that very much. And it's like, oh, you have something. Yeah. I'm not even going to, I'm just giving up here. And like, since we have four high, we're thrilled to take it down right now. And right. also we build a pot. So that seems good. I don't think we need to bet more than that. I, I don't think. What All right. Do you, so what is, what is Yope repping when he bets here? I guess maybe I'll frame that differently. Okay. Is he repping as weak as a deuce? I think he's probably checking back his deuces most of the time. What about fives? He can bet a five. I think he can bet a five pretty reasonably. Yeah. Uh, Just to protect against 
you know, all the dumb equity that's out there. Right. I assume he's betting a seven. Yep. Obviously um, sevens are in the yeah. range that he's repping. I think he's going to have to bet full the five and bet call a seven. I mean, that seems pretty reasonable, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's probably got two. And honestly, if he's betting his draws and he's bet folding fives and he's bet calling sevens. He probably has too many bet folds and not enough bet calls. So maybe he has to call with some of the fives also. Um, but he also has some better hands than this too, right? He may have flopped two pair and just made a full house sometimes. And, um, which is you might have to check good. back that hand sometimes. It's like got the board so destroyed. Well, it's so wet though, yeah. and she might be check raising her draws sometimes. I think you can bet a little bit. I don't think this is a good card to check raise draws on. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. But she has to have some bluffs. She can't just be check raising only sevens. I There's, suppose that's true. So she's probably going to pick draws, not no equity hands. Is my guess. Yeah. So yeah. some of the, some of the draws she's going to check raise if she's check raising sevens. Now this hand is not the same at all, but it is kind of reminiscent of the last Maria Lampropoulou hand we did from the PCA, where it was blind versus blind. She was in the small blind with queen three. Ultimately made the hero call with queen high. I don't remember all the details, but I do remember that her opponent had trip sevens. Yeah, it was seven on the turn made him trip sevens. I remember that. It was ace seven, I think. Yeah, he had a seven. Yeah, 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 and and he had like all of these combos that beat her, and it was really hard to think of combos that yeah that she could beat, but she called anyway. Yeah, which is different than what's happening now, but that's what I remember from that mm. hand. Anyway, ninety five k is the bet. He's repping a five plus basically. Agree. But he has all of the five combos and all of the seven combos. Yes. So that that's what made me reminisce back to the other hand is like the combos are so many because he just checked out of the big blind. Right. Uh, obviously, calling is kind of the only thing that Maria can do here, right? Seems like you sort of have to. He obviously can have draws because she only bet 60K on the flop. He can have overs as well. I think that now that she checked, he's like just betting to try and, you know, air versus air kind of a spot. You know, like I'm just trying to win with my queen nine because I decided to call once or something like maybe queen nine's not it. But overs that have some weird backdoor thing going on overs with a spade in their hand or something like that. You yeah. Know? Um, Maybe because it was 60K, he can even call with like king high on the flop, you yeah. know, and then decide, eh, I don't know if it's good enough. I'm going to bet, you know, whatever. I, th- I think she just has to call here. Like, it's just your hand's just too good to, to check for. There's too many draws out there, even though there's yeah. a ton of sevens and he has all of them and you're drawing dead against all of them, which is bad. There's also just a ton of draws. Yeah. And maybe some king highs and stuff, like you're saying. So she does call. The pot is now 460K. The river is the jack of hearts. Okay, what's the effective stack? How much does Maria have at this 940. point? 940. Okay, so... About twice the pot. Yeah, almost exactly. Yeah. Cool. Jack of hearts, cool. Maria checks. Sure, that makes sense. What should Yope do? This is obviously a disappointing card. Yes, this is definitely disappointing. Okay, well, it looks like Maria rarely has trip sevens. Rarely. I mean, she might sometimes, she's, but... I mean, Sure. But usually she's either going to bet or she's going to put an aggressive action on the turn with a trip seven, with trip sevens, right? Going to check raise or bet herself yeah, yeah. and then just check call usually. Yeah, you'd think. So that's good. Um, we have more jacks than she does. We have sevens. We have more sevens than she does also. Yes. That's all really good. We probably have more full houses also because she check called the, the turn yeah. and is checking the river. We probably have, have a few more, not many more, but a few more. Um, I think we should bluff. We have four high also, let's remember. We're at the very, very, very possible... We're at the nut low Yeah, this is here. the bottom of everybody's so distribution. Like with all that going on, I think we absolutely should bluff here. I think okay. it's time to bet. So the question is, how much should we bet? Right. Um, what are we trying to rep? 
I think we're trying to rep a seven, aren't we? Like we wouldn't bet that many other things besides a jack or a seven. And even a jack is like, I guess we'd bet it. But a seven, we certainly would take this line with all the way. Um, I think we should bet an amount that we could have a jack also, though, because we're trying to get her to fold a five or, or what's the other card? Is it a deuce? Yeah. Yeah, a five or a deuce, right? That's yeah. what we're targeting. Um, maybe some weird ace high that she decides to play this way because she's Maria and we've seen her do it already yeah. once. Like ace three or ace four? Yeah, something like that. Um, the, which are gutters, of course, on the flop in turn. So, yeah, so I think I think we should be targeting those kinds of hands. Um, there's how much in the pot again? Say again. 460. Maria has 940. Great. So I think a, I think a bet of like 290K probably get the job done enough of the time that it's worth doing. What do you think? I think that makes sense. If we're trying to say we can have a jack. Yes, we're trying to include way. a jack in this. Like maybe I was bluffing the turn and bink, I got there. You don't have enough trip sevens. Go ahead and hero me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get value here. Yeah, and you would think that Marie, based on the way Maria has played, like you said, she doesn't have many sevens. It's hard for her to have a jack. She's the only way she has a jack if it's with spades. It's very unlikely she takes that line on the turn with spades, the check call line. Right, but so, we can have just the sole jack of spades with another card in our hand very reasonably here. Yeah, right. So, and we're trying to get called by a five or a deuce is what we're saying. Right. So, so we don't want to bet. We don't want to do something crazy. Well, he does. Okay. He moves in. I mean, that makes his hand fun. 940K. Wow. Yeah. So. Two X's this pot. Right. It's not a great story based on everything no. we just said. It's really not. Now, as we often say on this show, when someone tells a bad story, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like right. you can tell a bad story and everyone can know it's a bad story. We see this all the time in poker. This happens. Out. Everyone who plays knows this spot. If you're aggressive anyway, where you make a play at some point in the hand and the person says, I don't believe you. You don't have it. And then they put their cards in the muck anyway. Right. And they show, sometimes they even show top pair and say, I don't think you have it. And they but fold. Maria Lampropoulou is much better than those players. She is, not only is she much better, she's also really willing to die. As we saw yeah. in that queen high call right. a few years ago, she clearly is willing to go with her reads and doesn't give a damn. And, and is enough, like, um, been shown to herself that making, following her instincts is a profitable thing, right? So, yeah. So telling a really bad story against her is probably not a great idea if you don't have the goods. Right. And it would be different if this was the super high roller bowl or something. And these were the highest level players in the world. And there was a balance element here that would not be present in this event where, where it's just kind of a mishmash of players, mm -hmm. right? Where like you think, okay, yeah, of course, Sam Greenwood plays a seven like this sometimes right. because he is going to get called by a five because he's Sam Greenwood and he's balanced. And they really are going to hero more right. and stuff like that. But but it, this is not the case for, for Yope here who has about 500K in Hendon and is not like a huge superstar of poker and no. does not play with Maria all the time, I imagine. you know. Correct. No, I think he's used to... I mean, so his big score is he finished second in the WPT 500 last year, I think it was, or two years ago, um, for $160,000. Mm -hmm. Um. And I imagine in, in events like that, which is a $500 buy-in, this play always works. Yeah. Unless the person's slow playing a full house, they call. And I think even like a fold, lot of those... They fold, you mean? Sorry, they fold, yeah. Like a lot of the players even like sometimes show a seven and fold, a bad seven and fold, like, you know, because it's their tournament life and stuff yeah. like that. They just don't... They aren't willing to put the chips in. So he's just used to a different caliber player who's just not even consider the story and just be like, I don't care. It's too much. I fold. Right. right. But, but Maria's not that. But now he's effectively removed Jax from his range. 100%. And 
you have to ask the question, unless this guy is like a hyper-balanced wizard who's going to bet twice the pot when he started the hand with 24 blinds, by the way. Yeah. Like, so he's reducing himself to two blinds if he loses. With a seven pretty frequently, then it's not really that likely that he has anything, right? Because like, how, do, how can he have a seven and play it like this unless there's a major history between these players? It seems completely bananas to 2x the pot when Maria looks like the best thing she ever has is basically the hand that she has. Right. Like, it looks like she's got a five at best. Why would you ever think you'd get called? And this is, so this is the bad story. This is like Timothy Adams' kind of bad story on the river spot, you know, which we see him do sometimes to these massive overbets where it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It might still be effective. Yes. And it's possible that against the WPT 500 competition like you're talking about, this is a more plus EV play than betting 290, right. like we suggested earlier, even right. though you're risking more because it gets the job done so much more often than 290 does. Because they call with a five a lot, yeah, but yeah. they always fold everything now except yeah. full houses, right. basically. But yeah. it might be the opposite story with a player like Maria Lampropoulou right. where she's going to put the pieces together and be like, I don't think you're really doing this with a seven in this spot. It's not like you're Sam freaking Greenwood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like... And he's obviously, he's not doing it with a better five, right? We're not putting him on an ace five No way. Impossible. Yeah. He's not doing it with two eights. Not that he ever could have two eights. Right. But if he somehow magically decided to check back two eights pre with 22 blinds effective in the big blind, uh, he never ever in a million years is doing that, right? He's not doing it with two aces. Right. So then another piece of this story that we referenced from Yope's perspective is that Maria often doesn't have more than a five, that's a reason to call with five, six here. If you're Maria yeah. distribution wise, you're, I mean, you don't have a kicker that plays. That's so a, the only hands better than your current hand. If we're close to right here are queen five, king five and ace five. Right. And that doesn't matter. Of course, he's yeah. not, he's not doing it with those hands. Right. Anymore. But just for distribution. Oh, record. for distribution. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so it's all the same. Right. Fives are all the same. Except for queen five plus. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or jack five, obviously, but and the thing is, like, blockers don't really come into play here because he was in the big blind. He can have any two. Yeah. So doesn't... And we... I mean, the six doesn't block anything. There's nothing to block, right? There's no... There's nothing, mm-hmm. like... If you had a seven, you block. <laughs> but you'd call anyway, easily. It's... Yeah, so... So this is a, just a bad story. It's a, and he's like, do you really want to... Like, we played for... We played all day. Do you really want to just, like, be out right now, Maria? Because that's your, that's your right. option. He's, he's, he's reading, like... Good night, moon to fucking who's the greatest author you can think of right now? He's Stephen reading Good King. Night Moon to Tony Tony Morrison. <laughs> I said Stephen King. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> William Shakespeare? I don't know. Tony Morrison's pretty good. Yeah. So and, and that's not what you do when you're trying to impress Tony Morrison. You don't say I can read Good Night Moon to you. What do you say? You read the Brothers Karamazov in original Russian or something, you know? Oh, like Okay. There you go. Wow. That would be impressive. Yeah. So basically, he's choosing the wrong customer for this move. Right. And he may actually be giving himself less fold equity than if he bet a normal amount. I think he, I think he probably is because here's what happens. Maria really starts thinking about this and makes a lot of like, what is this about sort of looks, right? Yeah. And she knows now that she can eliminate most of this, most of the the hands that are beating her. Right. She can't eliminate everything. He can have full houses. Maybe he can have trip sevens. And 100% of the draws missed. Except for the jack X of spades, which is not betting this amount. Right. So we don't have to worry about that. It's now sometimes he's going to turn over seven deuce. Sometimes he's going to turn over seven five. Yeah. And we're going to be sad. 
Because he really might, but but why would he bet so much? Right, that's the same thing. As this seven. is the same. Now sometimes you, th- I go through all this thing of like, but why would they ever bet so much? And I throw out the call, and they turn over the nuts. Right, and I'm like, sad boy. But but they also don't turn over the nuts, right? And it's like, and they and when they don't have the nuts, they don't have anything usually. So I understand why Maria's really goes into the tank here. I think I think you and I would also like really really think about this one, and it wouldn't be such an obvious fold. Well, at it's all. not because she calls. Hell yeah, she does. And I get it. Me too. I get it. I mean, this is something that we've talked about before. Like, we recently did a hand with uh, Peter Jedden and Charlie Carroll, mm-hmm. where Peter Jedden's in a spot where he has trips, Charlie Carroll rivers, an unlikely full house. And it looks exactly like Charlie Carroll is two jacks, right? Jack's full. Yep. Uh, and if it wasn't Charlie Carroll, it would be either an easy fold or an easy call for, for Peter Jedden, depending on what type of opponent he was up against, right? If it wasn't like a super elite player, right? Right. And if Jope was Charlie Carroll, this would be a weirder, tougher spot, I think, for Maria. And it might be a more effective play, actually, as Charlie Carroll. But this is just a guy, right? Yeah. And so for Maria, she's just like, well, I think this is kind of face up like you just are afraid that I'm not going to fold for a normal amount. So I, uh, this is top of my distribution I'm calling. Right. Or near the top, anyway. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And she does. She does. She puts all the chips in and she lumpropolues the hell out of them. She does, but she does not land properly her way to a cash, unfortunately, for yeah, her. Neither of them make any well, money. He's left with two blinds, so it was very unlikely. People come back. I've come back before. Joe Cata? Was he? No, it was uh, Greg Merson who came back from three blinds. Yep. yep. I was once down to a half a blind in, uh, in a tournament. Was it a huge tournament? I mean, at the time, for me, it was kind of important, but no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was 2006, and it was like a $200 buy-in. Well, you know. Half a blind. Did you win? Uh, me and another guy ended up chopping it heads up. For like $75? No, no, no. It was probably like 1200 bucks or something like that. No, it was probably more than that. I don't remember, man. It was a long time ago. It was Atlantic City, man. The AC. Yeah. I think I was at the Horseshoe. Great. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, anyway. Bally's is actually I think we're done with the podcast. <laughs> I think we are. all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.